I'm happy to have on the phone Margaret Joy Weaver. Thank you, Joy, for uh, Margaret, for calling from Sedona. Um, how are you doing there today? I'm very, very good, thank you. I love, Wait. love, 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 love Sedona, of course. And um, and there's a very special event that's coming up, um, which is uh, International Peace Day, and it'll be happening. Actually, the actual Peace Day is on the 21st, but I wanted to talk to you today about a special event you're doing on Sunday, September 23rd. It's the Sedona Human Library event. And I talked to you last year, and I just loved what you're doing. So it's wonderful to have you back again to talk about um, a second round of, of doing this amazing event. Where did you come up with the idea for this? Well, it's actually an international organization that developed the Human Library idea. And um, it was it's out of Denmark. And uh, basically, it came from a situation where a group of people were working together uh, in and around the impact of bullying and um, a pretty severe situation that had happened in Denmark. And uh, then they came together and realized the root of all of it was the misunderstanding of that people have and the judgments that people have around people that are different from them, and they came up with the, with the human library um, idea. So it started, it started in, um, in Denmark, and it has been around, I think it's uh, eight or nine years, and um, it now is in close to 500 cities around the world. That is fantastic. That really is fantastic. It, 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 there's nothing quite like this. So, you know, people usually think of going to a library and you get a book, but this brings people. People are the living story, the living book. And you did this last year with an amazing array of people. And once again, you planned um, a, a great gathering. How did you find your living books? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, last year we had 27 uh, human books. And um, and there were probably four of us that were more or less the, the team of people that went out to locate books. So this year, uh, uh, maybe about six or seven of them uh, came back. But this year we have forty. So wow. Um, some of the pe- some of the books are people who were came and were readers last year, and uh, they realized they had their story to tell. Um, and then plus we also increased our board from five people to 11. So, uh, that was also a way that, uh, many of our new board members were, had connections with people and really fabulous people to tell their stories this year. Well, and, and obviously since it's grown now, you're doing this on Sunday, September 23rd from 10 a.m. to 1 and then you take an hour lunch break and you come back and do it two to five. So um, so this is um, now with the 40 human books and um, there's going to be eight 45-minute sessions. So, so tell us about some of the stories that some of the people are going to be telling. So we have, um, and, and, and again, it's, it's, it's incredible to just get to know the 
the amazing people that we have in our community, you know. So uh, I love sharing about them. And one of them is a burn survivor, and uh, she had a tragic car accident in 1977 and not only learned Uh, not only survived the burns that were over 40% of her body, but she learned how to thrive over astonished onlookers that would come out and literally ask her, what happened to you? Mm. Um, And sometimes in uh, horror and sometimes in in pity. So she's going to not only share that with people, but also how she created this full, what she calls a dream life with a full career and marriage and adventure as well as contribution. She's somebody that has been in charge of a group in Sedona called Sedona Women. Oh, it's um, a wonderful group. I had a great talk with one of the ladies there. They do great. Yeah. They do wonderful things. Yeah, yeah. And then we have, then we also have somebody that uh, is, an African-American Catholic lesbian. Oh, my God. That's a story in itself, isn't it? (laughs) It's a story in itself. Grew up in Roman Catholic schools and, you know, had to face both racism and discrimination. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the same time, we also have a German uh, woman who came to the United States after World War II, and she's going to explain what it was like to be treated as a perceived Nazi, and she turns the pain of that into uh, basically developing a, a stop bullying program for uh, kids and adults, and it's a national program um, that she runs out of Sedona. Um, and then uh, we we have a, a, a person who's a, a hunter and a gun owner, which, you know, has has a contentious view to it, and he's been called a redneck and someone who kills animals and that he's insensitive. And so he's going to share an insider view of hunting in terms of the traditional methods and, you know, how that's done. Um, We also have a person who is a clinical psychologist for about 50 years, and then started to, to uh, have spiritual metaphysical experiences at the age of 10 uh, and was secret about it. Um, but then he brought metaphysics and psychology and science together and headed up a special integrative PTSD clinic for the U.S. Army. How exciting. That, that, that would definitely be one book I want to read. <laughs> That's yeah, one exactly. human story. That's exactly. great. That's very interesting. Yeah. You know, as yeah. you're talking about it, you know, and you describe it so well, it, it it sounds like each of these persons probably should do a book. And I've done six books, and I have to say it's a lot of work, you know. And, and I still haven't done my life story, but I've done books. Mm-hmm. And, and I I can see where all these people would have a story. And I kind of wonder if any of them have been inspired uh, from doing this before to think about actually doing their book uh, as a life story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, well, we're only in year two, but there are a a few people here that are published authors and will have, you know, their books and their stories available. And, you know, for some people, they might be in the middle of their 
you know, a book and, um, you know, this could help to inspire mm-hmm. them uh, to, to finish. And at the same time, there is something about sharing, you know, this, their, the, the life where they've been marginalized or stereotyped or there's a prejudice about them with people with the with the intent not it, not so much only on the on the healing for the book but also for the readers and for the readers who are listening to the presentation to become aware of their prejudice and 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 illuminate that for them because most of us say oh no I'm not prejudiced mm-hmm. and it does open up for the reader the fact that we do walk around with our with our blinders mm-hmm. and that we can listen to people's stories that are different or we, where we've been close to it or avoided it, and that we can then um, perhaps shift our view. And then there's a time for question and answers so that they can, the readers can gain understanding and compassion for people. So are all of these stories done one-on-one, or is it one person talking to a few people at a time? How does that work? Well, uh It'll be anywhere from two to eight people, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and pe- so people will come into the library. They'll have a general sense of the time, and we have the locations of where the books are located. There's about 20 of the 40 that are happening in any one of those eight sessions. Mm-hmm. And uh, people will then be able to walk around, and where there's an empty chair, they'll sit down, and then... Um, the book will begin. We also have the Verde Valley School involved. Um, there'll be timekeepers, and they'll switch from book to book, but there'll be about 20 of them at each each of the sessions, um, at each of the tables. Wow. So, Isn't that interesting? So, so to me, I'm getting from this that you're able to make a connection, and I would imagine, Margaret, that there's some friends that are probably made from this as well. Oh, for there definitely are. There's one woman um, who is uh, who's who's an amazing uh, animal communicator. She has like four or five uh, books out as well. And um, and last year it was like she 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 did. We only had four sessions last year, so some people are doing actually eight sessions. But she probably had you know eight people at each one of her sessions and. You know, not only did she develop friends, but some people actually wanted to work with her and um, became clients with their animals in the way that she was able to, you know, talk about her capacity to talk with animals and then how people would had made fun of her and things like that. But she's literally known internationally now for wow. her work with animals. I, this is, I just love this idea because, you know, having done – a lot of communication in radio and everything, I know that there's really an amazing connection that can be made. And when you hear mm-hmm. someone's story, usually it's maybe on a produced show on TV or something like that, or it's a movie, and those have great impact. But to be able to actually be in a library and to consider the person talking, as you do, as a book I mean, is great because we are, I've always said every person has their own story, that every life have, has its own story. And it must be also very interesting for the people that you call books to be able to verbalize uh, and 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 get their story out there in an authentic way in the forty five minutes they've got right yes yeah 
Yeah. Do you, have, uh, do you have to coach them on how to do that? Well, um, there's a process that happens that's, again, been put together by the international organization. And, and I do want to say that it's not only done in libraries, although ours happens to be in the library, so it's a really great event for the library as well, um, uh, you know, in terms of bringing people into the library and kind of bringing their libraries to, to life. But the process that has been put together is really powerful. Um, there's an application that they fill out, so that that gives the book time to really orient themselves around the purpose of the human library and then to, to, to begin to think about not just telling their story, but really being able to have their story be a contribution to the reader. And, mm-hmm. um, and then what happens is they then need to come up with a book title and then a, um, a uh, book cover, like a book cover that mm. becomes part of the program. Mm. So that in and of itself becomes its own journey. And, um, for example, we had somebody who was an affirmative action officer for the LAPD, and so she had observed and investigated many types of discrimination issues within the department and was subjected to hatred and resentment by many of the male officers. And um, it really took some time for her and us together to come up with really the appropriate stereotype, which ended up being gender discrimination, and then also her book title, which is called Policing the Police. Wow. And, um, and so there's that process, you know, right up until we have the program and the book title and everything. And then we have a meeting coming this Thursday where all the books will come together, and it really is an opportunity to, you know, create a safe environment for them because they're vulnerable in sharing their, you know, their book. And um, so we'll be together and provide some coaching then during that meeting. And then also that night we have people that are uh, around the library, including myself, for example, that if there is any kind of challenging situation that comes up for any of the books, they literally can say, you know, the book is closed right now. They can, you know, leave, leave their table and come and be with one of us and we can kind of clear them or the situation so that they can go back and contribute mm. their story. Well, because so. you are particularly picking out things that would be, um, would push some people's buttons on some of these things. The, you know, I mean, I, Okay, for me, being a vegetarian all my life since I've been 15, the one that probably would be the hardest one for me was the person who kills the animals, you know. And I'm going, yeah. boy, that's a, that's probably my hot button, you know. Mm-hmm. So so mm-hmm. how do you deal with someone you, you already, I've already, I guess in my mind as you're talking, I'm prejudging him. It's like, what is he doing killing animals, you know. So I yeah. I have my prejudice built in, which... You know, I have my belief so strong. It would be very interesting how I would encounter that story without um, getting even prejudging or becoming antagonistic. So it's interesting that you're bringing all of these what can be hot topic buttons for people to be mm-hmm. able to come out and be faced. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and that is that's partly, too. So we try to educate the reader a bit um, and have them just just listen and notice 
what's there as they're listening mm. and um, be able to have compassion for themselves that we all have prejudice. And then, you know, in their questions, we ask them to ask questions so that they can uh, create understanding for themselves, not ask questions to substantiate their already existing point of view. And um, just by setting that up with people, um, you know, it seems to have gone pretty well. And, and people shift the prejudice into curiosity. Mm, interesting. And they, become, and they become curious, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the transformation of this event, I think, is, uh, and why it's so important at this time, you know, that we, you know, have events and activities like that. And that's our commitment as a, as a city of peace is to create a culture of peace and really through these kind of dialogues where both the reader and the book are somewhat vulnerable. Mm, mm. Uh, and I love it. The Sedona is an international city of peace. Plus, it's got an extremely wonderful active Rotary Club, I know. And, um, and, and it's, you know, I have to honor and take a moment to say I honor all public libraries and, and how important um, public libraries are and that it's great that, that the library can bring this uh, living book <laughs> forth to the people. I love, I, I was reading what you wrote here. It says it's easy to judge a book by its cover, but what if you could uh-huh. borrow it and sit down and talk with the subject about aging, near-death experiences, communicating with extraterrestrials, um, being illegally healed, and more. So so, so here's, you know, and yeah, that's a couple other topics you're talking about. It's interesting, of course, the aliens and, and, and illegally healed. I think that one had to do with uh, marijuana, was that? What about? Yes, yeah. yes, this person. And, you know, basically cannabis saved her life mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and was used it for healing. And she was called everything from lazy to escaping and a pothead and a loser, which she's far from that. She's a very active, active person in our community so um you know but just the fact that she had had a, a life-threatening disease and uh it was cannabis that that saved her life wow so. i i just love that this is happening now it is as you mentioned a worldwide movement what is the website for people to find out more about that uh that website is human library uh let me just go on here for a second just get these i want to make sure I get the right one. Sure. I I know. I was it's like gonna be dot com or something. Yeah, humanlibrary.org. Dot org. Okay. Humanlibrary.org. Yes, and, and it's also on you know, you can go on Facebook and um it's also uh yeah, human library organization. Well I think every I think every community should have this. I think it, I think it's wonderful, and you are tying it in with International Peace Day, and I can see why, because once we have understanding, and once we can communicate, I think we build that bridge that can actually be used in world peace. And um, you know, this is this is a great way to start. Well, I also want to say that I really, really appreciate our partnership with the Rotary Club of Sedona, and also the Sedona Public Library and Verde Valley School. I mean, the thing from all of that is the Rotary, you know, is an international organization, and one of, one of its primary focuses is on, you know, cultivating peace and does so with, with a variety of different um, programs, inclusive of a foreign exchange program. So their support with this has been 
been really great, and we would love to have that partnership modeled in other cities. Mm-hmm. And then for the library, uh, you know, to become a space where, you know, safe dialogue can happen um, mm. is really, really great. And then Verde Valley School is an international a school that brings students in from around the world um, and has been cultivating, creating a global citizen. So to have, you know, Chinese students from China or Mm. uh, from India or from Europe and also throughout America be able to participate in this in Sedona, you know, we just really appreciate that partnership. Absolutely. Well, I, I, I think you're a wonderful person to get behind this and I can feel your energy and your passion with it, Margaret. And I, I really thank you for, um, you know, being open and just sharing it because I, I, hopefully it'll plant the seeds for more and more to come. And I know it's going to be a very successful event and we encourage people to get, if they're listening in Sedona down there Sunday, September 23rd, uh, to the library, 10 AM to 1 PM and then two o'clock to 5 PM. And I think it'll be a very uh, enlightening experience for everyone involved. Great. Well, there's a couple ways for people to find out, too. Um, we do have a Facebook page of the Human Library Sedona and also on our Sedona International City of Peace. And on those pages, um, there is we are recommending people to go to the Eventbrite page to register. It's free, mm-hmm. um, mostly so that uh, we can then tell be able to share with them the times and they can start to select their books early and things like that. So, Wonderful. And what's the Eventbrite name they'd look under? Uh, they would look under Sedona. Um, let me get that in a second. Uh, they would look under um, um, Sedona Human Library 2018.eventbrite.com. Sedona Human Library 2018.eventbrite.com. You got it. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Margaret, for your time and your information and your passion on this great subject. You're very, very welcome. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Okay. Good luck with everything. Aloha. Bye. Aloha. Bye-bye.